You are listening to Wealthy Muslim Woman Podcast, episode number six, with Saima Ali, MD. Assalamualaikum, everyone. I hope you all had a wonderful, wonderful week. I hope that these podcast episodes are bringing some awareness towards finances and towards doing your budget. And I hope that they are of some benefit. Please let me know how I can improve or help further. Thank you. So today we will be talking about another serious topic, estate planning. Last week, we talked about different type of insurances, including life insurance. Now, estate planning is a very, very important concept. It is actually quite emphasized in Islam. And there is a very famous quote that I came across while doing my research. It says, it is the duty of a Muslim who has anything to bequeath not to let two nights pass without writing a will. Many scholars agree that it is not only recommended, but a duty. It's mandatory. Every Muslim person who is of sane mind should have a will about his estate. And the emphasis uh, is again placed in many times in the Quran where we have so many verses about how the property should be divided and how a will should be created. Uh, thus, it is very important. And this podcast will be short. We'll discuss a couple of things that do come across when trying to plan for your estate, but it'll be a short topic. So why should you want to plan a will or meet with a lawyer about doing this because number one, you want to have a say in who receives your assets. You work hard for your money, for your property, everything you have. So you should have a say in who gets it when you are not there. And then you have to plan for your kids to receive their inheritance and you want to leave some recommendations about what age they should receive their inheritance because you may not want to give them all at once, especially when they are young. And then you want someone you know to handle the estate, uh, not the court. And you want to maximize your money to the beneficiaries and minimize the expenses that may be owned to the court or to other people who will be involved in dividing your assets if you die without leaving a will. And then, of course, you want to leave an appropriate guardian for your kids as well. So a will will basically define who will inherit what, name a guardian for your kids, when and how much will your kids get, and to most important, to save money on probate. Now, what is a probate? Probate is a legal process of administrating an estate. It's the process where the court identifies and inventories the deceased person's property. It involves appraising the property, paying the debt and tax that may be owed, and then distributing the property as the court deems appropriate. 
transferring titles and ownership of the various assets. And it can be a very, very costly process. The paperwork involved, uh, you will have fees to the lawyers, to accountants, to appraisers. So it can be a very costly process. That's very, very important to leave a will. This can be a very costly process. All this money could be going to the beneficiaries. Many um, states estimate that 5 to 10% of a state could end up going to the cost of probate. So if you have $200,000 to leave, 10 to 20000 may just be lost in this process. Thus, you want to avoid a probate. And there is something else called living trust or life estate trust. This a trust is when you formally transfer the title of a property to the inheritors before you die. You still have control over it while you are living, but the property actually belongs to the trust. And in some states, some states permit certain amount of estate to be inherited without going through the big process of probate. And then another thing to point out is make sure you have the appropriate designations on the beneficiaries for your different accounts, such as if you have retirement accounts, 401ks, IRAs, any type of life insurance, any other accounts that you have, they usually ask you to list a beneficiary. So you want to make sure that somebody that you want is listed there. Basically, we want to avoid dying in a state, which is dying without leaving a trust or a will. This is when the government will take over and follow strict procedures and strict inheritance formulas that they all have. The problem is not only that the state will have to go through this whole process, but the probate could take years. It could take a long time for it to even get processed through the court. So your property will just sit there and your loved ones may not get it or may not see it for years if they get anything at all. Also, anything that happens during the probate process is a public knowledge. So if there are any family matters, that will all be made public. If the kids are fighting over who gets what, that will all be public knowledge. And I saw another statistic that says that less than 44% of Americans have a will and less than 10% of American Muslims leave a will. This is really sad. So please try to make sure that you try to get to this process as early as you can. And during my research, I came across multiple organizations, multiple websites that actually help you create a will. And one of them is my Vasaya, M-Y-W-A-S-S-I-Y-A-H.com. This looks very similar to LegalZoom, where you just pay a fee and you get forms that you can fill out and you can create a will for as less as $20. So please get to it. I will like to leave you with another quote from another Islamic quote. It says, a man may do good deeds for 70 years, 
but if he acts unjustly when he leaves his last testament, the wickedness of his deed will be sealed upon him, and he will enter the fire. If, on the other hand, a man acts wickedly for seventy years, but is just in his last will and testament, the goodness of his deed will be sealed upon him, and he will enter the gardens. So, my friends, please try to get a will as soon as you can. Try to meet with an Islamic attorney or somebody who is familiar with the Islamic laws, and try to get this done as early as you can. And another question that I've seen before is: Do you have to leave everything as prescribed or as recommended in the Quran? And I've heard arguments to the contrary of it too. Saying that if you have one child who has special needs and you know will need some extra care, then yes, you should leave them with more or leave them how you see it. So everything does not have to be accordingly as recommended, I believe. But again, uh, meet with somebody, uh, an Islamic scholar, or somebody who is more familiar with the Islamic laws, and discuss it further with them. All right, thank you. Great talking to you today, and we will start talking about retirement in the next episode, and then we will get into real estate and stock market after that. Alrighty, hope you have a good week. Bye bye.